when one comprehends the stature of someone like Sri Ramana Maharshi, it's pretty incredible and mind-boggling. That he was an incarnation of Skanda, Lord Murugan, Kartikeya, they're all the same. It is beyond doubt. One of the forms of Lord Murugan is Danda Yuthapani Swami. He who came with a staff. and sat on top of a hill because the legend goes that Kartikeya, Ganesha's brother, was very upset because when his parents Shiva and Parvati told these two boys to go around the world and come Kartikeya immediately took off, went all over but what Ganpati did is, he went just around his parents and he said, you are my world. So he got the fruit. So Kartikeya being upset, went on this hill and did not move from there. This aspect of Lord Murugan is exactly Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi with the loincloth, with the staff. And that staff is supposed to be the weapon of the Lord, which is a staff of light. To bring light onto the planet. If you look at the festival of Kartigai Deepam, which happens once a year on Arunachala Hill, where a beacon is lit, that is lit on that one night when the full moon aligns with the Kritika Nakshatra, which is the star, the biggest star in the Pleiadian constellation. So that it acknowledges the inflow of spiritual light coming in. So once again, we have it very clear that Kartikeya, Kritika, is so deeply connected to Arunachala, to Ramana Maharshi and to just comprehend that in fact Bhagwan Ramana was an incarnation of Lord Murugan. As recently as till 1950 is such a gift which we have been given on this planet. Such a simple being with a loincloth and a staff with which he used to walk around and whose main communication was to inquire who am I even if people found that abstract or were not able to do it if you read many of the books published by the ashram simple books like letters day by day with Bhagwan, and just see in Bhagwan's actions the simplicity of thought and feeling and of oneness with others including animals how he would get upset when he saw 
people were beating the trunk of a tree with a staff because they wanted the mangoes to fall down. And he said, what are you doing? Why are you harming the tree? How when a cow which was coming into his room where he used to sit, one day in the morning he found it tied outside and he got so upset that he took his own cot and went outside and sat with the cow and he admonished his staff that how can you do this? Seeing God in each and everything, these are such simple experiences if someone was in that environment or reads about it, gets the deepest understanding. My own guru would say, beauty in simplicity, nothing abstract and in the actions of such beings. I remember years ago when I was in Tiruvannamalai, I met a lady who was quite upset and she was leaving Tiruvannamalai. And it's understandable, sometimes you don't uh, like the environment, the energies of a place, so move on. So I asked her what was the reason and she said, you know, it's all fine, I visited the ashram, saw everything. But what was too much for me was to see Samadhi shrines of animals, of a crow, of a cow, of a dog. But animals are much more closer to the natural state. They do not have the, as Ramesh would say, dubious gift of intellect which we human beings have, which makes us ask questions. So why would it be considered far out to have the samadhis of animals? So that is the grace of Bhagwan, you see, the Lord. And a living embodiment, living example of that, even when it came to food, when someone would come to him with some expensive mithai or barfi or some expensive food, he used to get upset because he would tell them, why are you bringing this only for me? What about the rest? If you are bringing this, bring it for everyone. So, truly Bhagwan for someone like Ramana Maharshi is itself inadequate. He is the Lord incarnate who came and most of his teaching was in silence. He even actually dictated a whole book to Ganpati Muni in silence and they took notes down. Yet, while most of his teaching was in silence, there is so much available in talks with Ramana Maharshi, in the other books to read, that I feel it is of tremendous value, benefit for all of humanity to imbibe how simple things can become when everything is viewed through the prism of one consciousness. There was a sage called Vishuddhanand, 
Paramahansa Dev. He had mastered the art of Surya Vijnan, the knowledge of the sun. And according to this science, anything in manifestation is a combination of some of the 360 rays of the sun. Anything. So he would sit with his disciples and he had a magnifying glass and depending on the bhav, the occasion, whatever was going on, he was known to manifest by just focusing the rays of the sun, fruits, puppies, anything which basically boils down to that we all are combinations of different rays of the sun. That is how similar we all are. So when the scriptures say we are bodies of light, we are truly bodies of light. And as Surya Vijnan says, first is the colorless light, then is the white light, then is the primary colors, red, blue, yellow. Then is the secondary colors. And it, this science says everything in manifestation is made up of this. So, all of us are bodies of light. Yet there is so much hate in the world. So much condemnation. So much blame. So much us versus them. Me versus the other. This is my ideology, that is your ideology. When our very foundation as both these sages, as an example, is that there is no difference, there is truly no other. There is no other to hate and there is no other to love as well, because there is no other. There is no other because consciousness is all there is. So we needn't wait for another Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi to come because the entire teaching and living in action is there in his life. 